Hey, this is Thomas. Thanks so much for joining us today on Not the Pastor. It's just me today because Nathan got to have his fourth child this weekend. So we're so excited for them and the Oxer family. We're glad about that. We wanted to give him the weekend off. And so you're stuck with me for tonight. So we are going to talk about professional development today. I think that this is something that we probably think about sometimes, but maybe something that we need to put more action into. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today. As we're thinking about professional development, I my mind immediately goes to teachers. And so I did a little bit of looking and when Teachers have to have, at least in Oregon, teachers have to have, if they are currently teaching and want to continue to have their teaching license, they have to, every five years, make up 125 professional development units. Now, that means they could go to 125 conference hours that deal with professional development. So my understanding is, again, I'm not a teacher, and so uh, I'm just going off of what I understand, but that is 125 like conference hours, or they can do, they get bonus hours if they actually take like college level classes. And so if they take one credit, one, one hour credit for a semester at a school, then that one credit is worth 30 of those professional development hours. But if you add that up, that is still like several, we're talking about five hours of professional development, like five credit hours, college credit hours for professional development every five years. Now, if you are a, like a reserve teacher or maybe like a substitute, something like that, it's a little bit less, but actually not so much less. Cause it's every three years, you have to have something like 75 professional development hours. That's a ton of work where, where teachers are showing up to classes. They're taking schooling, continually getting better and better and better at their craft. That's the goal anyway, right? Is that we have decided as a country as a nation that it's important for those who are in charge of teaching and training and providing instructional education for our children that they must continue to learn that they must continue to grow that they can't just base their whole career on what they learned in college and be done with it but it's something that they have to continue to improve and continue to get better at Isn't it interesting that we have something so much more important? Come on, I'm talking about like spiritually. There's more weight, more, uh, I don't want to devalue education because that's not what I'm saying at all. But there's something different about spiritual leaders and the importance of getting up in front of people for many of you, you're you're speaking every week, maybe in a Sunday school class, maybe behind a pulpit, right? And you are every week presenting Bible truth to people. And of course, we understand and know that you're not responsible for people's spiritual growth. But come on, a teacher isn't necessarily responsible for everything a child takes in, but we still hold them accountable for knowing and understanding the material so that they can continue to grow and continue to mature. 
So here we are as spiritual leaders, right? As second men, as women who are helping at a church and teaching and want to communicate well the gospel. I I would submit that it is even more important that you and I are continuing to grow and continuing to learn in our efforts to clearly convey the word of truth. After all, we're not just talking about math and reading and science and whatever else, woodworking, whatever it is that we might be teaching in a school system. And I'm again, I'm not devaluing any of those things. I think they're super important. I think it's super important that children understand and know, like have a good, solid education. I think it's right and appropriate. But when we're talking about the church and we're talking about the work that you and I are attempting to accomplish and attempting to convey, then it's not just reading and writing and arithmetic, right? It's not just science and history and whatever language arts, right? It's something deeper than that. And can I say that while those things are all important for life, what you and I have the responsibility and the privilege of teaching is good for eternal life, right? All that other stuff is good for life and we want it and we need it. But what we have the opportunity to open up the Bible and share every single week, my friend, this has consequences that are reaching not just to the end of this life, but all the way into eternity. And so I think it's important that this is something that Jesus has just been brought up, brought on my mind a couple of different times through conversations with several different people that it is, makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that we would spend time growing and training and improving ourselves in our efforts to communicate the gospel well. And so I think that that can look a couple of different ways. And I have a couple of different ideas, a couple of different things that I think would be worth considering as we consider ministry professional development, right? The effort to take what we do every week, what you do as a Sunday school teacher, as a music director, as a deacon, and what you do every week and take that and continue to learn and grow and continue to improve. Come on, that's what we expect from our people in the pews. That's what we expect from our people every Sunday morning when we when we teach, that they would internalize the truths of the Bible and that they would grow and mature and change. That's what we think that is supposed to happen. We're never supposed to get to a spot where we think that we've arrived in our spiritual life. And certainly we're never supposed to get to a spot where we think that we've arrived in teaching the Word of God or preaching the word of God. So here's a couple of things I, a couple of ideas I have. I think first and foremost, a really easy way to just make sure that we're continuing to grow and continuing to improve, find some books about what it is that you need to grow and improve in. I'm talking about if you are the second man, if you're the associate pastor at your church, you should be finding books and consuming them about second man work. Right? Maybe that maybe you've been given the responsibility to 
update or to change your visitation program. Find works, find books, find articles about that and consume them and learn from them and grow because you are taking in the thoughts and ideas of other people. Okay. So that's one way. Read some books. If you're a Sunday school teacher, man, get some books about Sunday school teaching, right? Get some books about leading and classroom management and then take that and learn and grow from it. If you're a music director, Get some books about this. Maybe, maybe here's another idea. Here's some other, some other thoughts. Find a YouTube channel that directly applies to what you're doing. Okay. So, um, if you are a song leader or if you are rather, I'm sorry, if you are the sound person at your church, you should be on Jude Buffington's YouTube channel. Right? You should have that subscribed. You should have the notification when he posts a new video because the, as he posts and teaches and trains on that YouTube channel, you get to internalize that and use that. And that, that's an example of one area of ministry. But come on, my friends, there are YouTube channels all over the place that you can find that are right in your niche, right where you're serving and working. And these things are for you. And so I would take advantage of that and find a YouTube channel, find a book, and just consume what other people are producing about that issue and topic. Another idea, and I think this is maybe just like the next step, we're kind of working from really easy to more advanced. I think the next step is find some some conferences, right? That's one of the ways that teachers specifically can um, learn and grow and their professional development actually counts for their professional development. So I'm thinking about like an MRI, the Ministry Refresher Institute from Heartland Baptist Bible College. And that's actually coming up just in like a week or two, not even that, it's like next week. And so you're probably too late for that this year. But if that was something that, like put it on your calendar for next year, right? It's the beginning of June. And so the Ministry Refresher Institute, what that's going to do is depending on which course or which track you take, right? There's one for music ministries. There's one for pastors. There's one for associate pastors, right? There's all of these different options. And what you're going to do then is go to a classroom. You're going to sit down. You're going to go there, right? You're going to take time out of your week. You're going to set it aside and you're going to learn and grow and you're going to sit in a classroom setting and you're going to take notes and you're going to be taught and trained for what it is that you're doing. And that's super helpful. But the, the Ministry Refresher Institute from Heartland Baptist Bible College is certainly not the only one of those kind of conferences. You could go to the Spiritual Leadership Conference in California, right? And you could go there. That The dates for that are actually September. So you have some time if you if that was something that you're like, man, you, I, this is something I needed to get accomplished and take care of. You could do that. And you could go to the the spiritual leadership conference and you could sit through the classes that they teach and it would be a help to you and you would come back to your church having taken time away and come back ready to learn and grow of course my friends there's always conferences that you can go to right there's always a gibf meeting there's always pastor fellowships that are going on around you and i would take advantage of those and in some ways those are also helpful because you're going to get around people that are doing what you're doing Right, And you're going to be rubbing elbows and shoulders with people that are in the same kind of fight that you're in. And you're going to learn and you're going to grow. And just taking a step back from what you're doing on a weekly basis to refresh and to take a breath, that in itself is going to be a help. And then finally, I think it's worth considering that it might be time to take another college level class. Right? Maybe you went to school and maybe you went to seminary and 
that was 10 or 15 or 20 years ago now. And maybe it's time to say, you know what, I need a refresher and not just a weekend. I'm going to take a whole semester. You could get on and go somewhere online. You could do that. Obviously, if you're in ministry, that's what's probably going to happen. There are many places where you could do that. Online classes that would help you and would prepare you and refresh you. That's going to be work. It's going to be a, a significant amount of work. But but maybe maybe what you're noticing is you just need a just that the process of learning. And so maybe it's not a situation where you need to go back to a Bible college or a seminary kind of situation. Maybe you're not looking at Liberty University or um, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, right? Maybe that's not where you're looking for. Maybe what you need is to hit up your local community college and go take one of their speech classes, right? That's what you do, right? You stand up in front of people, you're speaking, you're learning and growing that way, but this will help you in your uh, delivery and your approach. And it doesn't, you're, you're not going to be specifically talking about like sermon prep, of course, but your delivery and approach is going to be helped in that kind of a way. Maybe you're the music director at your church and it would be appropriate and right to take some classes in music, maybe you maybe you join the choir at your local community college, right? And that's going to help you and grow, and you're going to grow, and you're going to learn, and you're going to be able to take the truths about music and apply them to the congregational singing at your church or the choir at your church. And those are just some ideas. And no, those those are probably fairly inexpensive. Right? It's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you some time for, for certainly. But that might be a way that you could easily accomplish professional development, learning and growing in relating to the work of the ministry that you're involved in. One final thought and idea that I think is going to be helpful and something that I'm starting very soon is I'm actually going through a college level class, but it's totally free and it's at your own pace online. And so the Bible Project, we've talked about them many times on this podcast, but the Bible Project has a classroom. And so you can go to thebibleproject.com backslash classroom and you'll see a whole list of college level courses that they have produced and all for free, you can go through those. And we're going to disagree about some of the some points of theology there, and that's that's okay. And I think that that can be a help in a different way. And so we don't want to base all of our theology on that, but we're going to learn some things, and we're going to grow in some ways. And I think that this is going to be helpful for me personally, and one of the ways that I'm going to work on professionally professionally developing. So I want to hear from you. What ways have you developed yourself professionally. What are some ways that you've taken books, articles, YouTube channels, classes? What ways have you developed? What ways have you taken what you are doing for the gospel, for the work of the kingdom, and made it better? What resources have you used? I want to hear from you about that. Would you email us? Notthepastorpodcast at gmail.com or or hit us up on Facebook and let us know. We would love to hear about the ways that you're developing yourself and getting better at your craft. And then we would love it if you would rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next week, we are not the pastor. <laughs>